Hey, are you here? Where yet? Welcome. It's the Paul Leslie Hour. We got a real treat for you today. We're honored to welcome legendary singer and songwriter Aaron Neville to the show. Whether solo or on one of his timeless duets or with the Neville brothers, there's no doubt Aaron Neville's music has affected your heart. His book, Tell It Like It Is, My Story, is out now from Hatchet Books. We've got Aaron Neville coming right up. But please remember, subscribe to Paul Leslie's YouTube channel and don't forget to ring the bell, ding, ding. If you're feeling extra kind, like it and leave a comment. We thank you. Thank you and love you. And now it's time for Aaron Neville. Let's go. Shall we begin? Anytime. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is a great pleasure to be joined by one of the greatest singers and recording artists in American music, Aaron Neville. He has a new book out. I'm actually going to grab it right now. Tell It Like It Is, which I just finished reading last night. What a great book. And thank you so much for being with us. It's a pleasure. One of the things I like about the book is you go into your early years and you really, really give us a picture of what New Orleans was like. What does New Orleans mean to you? Well, New Orleans raised me. You know, I, I couldn't think of growing up anywhere else. It was like the perfect place. Even with all the, uh, you know, crazy stuff that went down, you know, it was still the best place I could think of that, to be raised. What would you say your most vivid memories of music that you heard growing up would be? Well, my brother Art with his doo-wop group, and he worked at a record shop, so he'd bring all the great records home. Sonny Tillin Orioles and Clyde McFadder, Billy Ward and the Dominoes, and the, yeah, the Clovers was one of his favorite groups. But uh, music was everywhere. Music when you're born and when you die. Hmm. One of the things I also like about the book is you go through all of the the, the hardships, everything, uh, to present the picture of the whole of a man. What is something that you would have liked to have known when you were younger that you know now? <laughs> <laughs> that, that it was stupid to get my tattoo on my face and to delve into drugs. You know, that was like a hell of a journey, you know? Yeah. But at the end, again, I say it took who I was and where I come from to make me who I am so I can have compassion for, for people in different situations in the world. Hmm. Was there any reluctance when you were writing this book? Was there ever times where you thought, maybe that's something I want to leave out? Because the book no. seems... No, no doubt. No, it's telling it like it is. <laughs> and, you know, like in the Neville Brothers book, I didn't tell everything, you know, but so, because the, the writer, David Ritz, was asking most of the same questions to each one of us, but this one was me telling it like it is and like it was. 
and the writer Beth Adelman, she said the first thing she said was, Aaron, I want the book to be in your words. Hmm. But that's what she done, put it in my words. Who did you write the book for? For me and family and fans and for the world. I, I believe that's why I was preserved all these years through all of the, you know, the, you know what I went through in the book. But I'm here at 82, so hey. And I, I didn't want anybody else to write the book. That didn't. I was there for every page, you know. I was there every incident. Hmm. Was there anything that you learned about yourself as a, write, a result of writing this book? No, I knew it all. <laughs> <laughs> it was all there in my reverie, you know. That's the word I heard in in the song "Stardust." In my reverie, I guess you mean your memories. So, no, it was all there. Well, speaking of stardust. I've been listening, obviously, to a lot of Aaron Neville lately, knowing that I would be doing this interview. And something that I've always been impressed by is your ability to sing the old, the old time standards. You know, the kind of things that Sinatra or uh, Nat King Cole or these other people would sing. What do those old songs mean to you? They were they part of my life. You know, they were part of my my musical growth, growth and and have those heroes like Nat King Cole, Clyde McFadden, and Billy Wall and the Dominoes, and you know all the doo-woppers. You know you can hear doo-wop in everything I do, really. Hmm. Definitely. A lot of people have said that you are the greatest singer, one of the greatest. Who would you say are the greatest singers? Well. I idolize people like Clyde McFadden, Jackie Wilson, uh, Marvin Gaye, Nat King Cole, uh, Curtis Mayfield, and the Flamingos, all those guys. And, and I was friends with Pookie Hudson and the Spaniels that did the Good Night Sweetheart. And my brother Art was my first inspiration. Hmm. There's a quote on the back of the book that I really like from Linda Ronstadt. She says, when Aaron Neville sings, he is the mightiest of archangels. And there have been a lot of, you know, compliments that you've gotten through the years. There's one I wanted to read. This is from Bob Dylan. Uh, Aaron is one of the world's greatest singers, a mm -hmm. figure of rugged power. Built like a tank, but has the most angelic singing voice. Has there been a compliment that meant the most to you? Well, those two just read. <laughs> <laughs> not too bad, huh? No, not at all. Bob Dylan and the great Linda Ronstadt. She's my singing partner. I mean, I've sang with other people, but, you know, she was like also an angel. Yeah. Has there has there ever been anybody that you always wanted to sing a duet with, but you you never did? Mm -hmm. Maybe Clyde McFadden. Um, uh, wait a minute. Clyde McFadden, Nat King Cole, 
Mm. Frank Sinatra. A good list. Do you ever hear from Bob Dylan these days? Uh, only on Facebook. <laughs> wish each other happy birthday or something like that. Hmm. I wanted to talk a little bit about Jimmy Buffett. He was the beginning of this this show. Our 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 very first broadcast was courtesy of him. You sang on his album Hot Water. Mm-hmm. And you also recorded his song, La Vie d'Ensant. Do you have a memory of Jimmy Buffett? He just passed away, as you know. Do you have a memory or a story that you could share with us? Well, he also uh, produced the album on, on the brothers. My brother Art was married at his house down in uh, Key West to his wife, Jenny, and to last wife, Lorraine. So when Jimmy Buffett was like a, one of our brothers. What kind of guy was Jimmy? Just uh, every time I seen him, he was smiling. He always had a smile. <laughs> so, you know, he was he was cool. Mm. He never did show ego or anything like that. He was always down to earth. Definitely a man who loves loved New Orleans, that's for sure. Yeah, you at a club, uh, Margaritaville. Right. And a Saints fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. W- one of the things I like about the book is you br- you bring us from all the way in the beginning in- into the present time. And it's very important to be in the present. And t- tell us about your life today. What's the best thing about your life today? Peace. Tranquility. Joy, you know. Uh, I think about I could have been a member of the Twenty Seven Club, but God so fit for me to get past all of that. You know about the Twenty Seven Club, right? What is the Twenty Seven Club? Wait a minute! All the different artists that died at age twenty seven. Oh, starting with. Uh, And I had it. Oh. Brian Jones, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Janice Joplin, Amy Winehouse, Gene Michael Basquet, Anton, I didn't know Anton Yelchip, but there's six of them anyway. Probably was a lot more that, you know, we don't know because they wasn't famous. Right. Do you think it was some kind of a divine uh, thing that has kept you with us to this very day? Most definitely. If you read in the book, I talk about feeling God walking with me through the bowels of hell. You know, I, I, I was doing stupid things, but I prayed. You know, my mom and bitter that in me, the prayer. And uh, so my favorite prayer is the uh, footprints in the sand. You know that prayer? I don't know that prayer. Well, the guy said one day he was uh, had a dream that he was walking on the beach with the Lord. And uh, 
And he, he noticed in the most trying times, he only seen one set of footprints and he asked, go away. I said, that's what times I was carrying you. Hmm. I know each time you carried me. A whole lot. Wow. And I felt, I always felt in my, in my voice. You know, when I sang, it was like a prayer. Like uh, St. Saint Augustine said, he who sings prays twice. That's quite a quite a thing. Have you gotten any reactions from the book that especially knocked you out? Um, no, just I, everything I read. You know, people so far, everybody liked it. That has read it, and and it joined me on my roller coaster life because <laughs> it was definitely a roller coaster. What would you say is the best thing about the life that you have? I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Through hell and damnation, all in between. People have all these different definitions of you, a, a singer, a recording artist, a Grammy award winner. We see the Grammys behind you. How would you define Aaron Neville? I'm just a singer. You know, that's been one, like my brother Art said, when I was a baby in the crib, I'd go, ah, until I fell asleep. So I guess I was trying to sing then, you know. <laughs> I always like to to end the interview by giving the guest the, the stage, so to speak. For anybody who's joining us, watching or listening, what would you say to all the folks who are tuned in? Get a copy of this book <laughs> and join me on my journey. It was a, like I said, a roller coaster. I mean, I, I read, I've read it like about five times, and each time I go through the same emotions. It's like I laugh or cry out, you know, all in between. So here's the book. Tell it like it is. Aaron Neville, my story. Mr. Neville, thank you so much for spending time with us. It's a great pleasure. I have long dreamed of having this interview. Well, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. And um, I, enjoyed I enjoyed talking to you. All right. Well, thank you so much. Well, you stay well. Stay safe in this world. And you I'm as well. God bless. God bless. We thank you and appreciate you dropping in for the Paul Leslie Hour today. You know, you can help the Paul Leslie Hour in our mission to provide independent media content like this by visiting www.thepaulleslie.com support. We truly thank you. This is your announcer speaking. Performance of the Entertainer intro song and Corina Corina outro song, courtesy of John Primerano. Well, that's it for today. So until next time, be safe and be good. <laughs>